Welcome to Family Church Podcast. From wherever you're listening, we thank you for joining us. If you missed our family gathering this week, we miss you, and we hope that you enjoy this week's message. Back to my father's house, and there is a room for you. And Jesus, I believe, looks forward to the day that heaven is full. He looks forward to the day where the rooms are occupied, that everyone is there, and we're around the throne worshiping Jesus. But Jesus communicates to Thomas, he says, he says there's a way, and, and you know the way. But this confused Thomas, we see in verses, uh, in verses 5 through 7, it says, Lord, Thomas said, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? And Jesus told him, I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you also know my Father. For now on, you do know him because you have seen him. Thomas is going, Jesus, you're talking about where you're going. We want to come with you. We've been following you up to this point. Why would you leave us now? And Jesus is going, you know the way. You you know how to go where I'm going. And he begins to point to himself and says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And that's where I want to spend the rest of our time together in this morning. I am the way. If you'd like to take notes, here's your point. Jesus is the only way to heaven. Jesus is the only way to heaven. Yeah, I, I, I use a device, a phone, smartphone, to navigate things. Uh, if you're new here and you're going north this afternoon, do yourself a favor. Just put it in maps just to check the traffic. Trust me, the last few weeks has been horrible. But we, I often will, will, will just see to how to navigate a route. And I remember we were going to the University of Florida baseball game a couple weeks ago, Gators. Um, and, and as we were traveling there, and we were on the interstate, man, traffic is horrible. Horrible. And, and, and I'm sitting in traffic, and I'm like trying to make my way over to the right lane. Even though the device is not telling me to reroute, I think that I'm smarter than my device, right? And I'm like, I bet if I get off this exit and take this right turn, left turn, I'll oh, watch this. And the hundred times that I've tried, it's only worked out one time. And my wife was in a different car, and I didn't call her, and it created a little bit of tension in my marriage that day. She's like, you got an hour faster than us? Like, you got there an hour earlier than my van? Why didn't you call, right? And I'm like, babe, I learned my lesson. I promise you, I've learned my lesson. I will call next time I decide to not outsmart the device. But, but what we see here is often what we do as people is we begin to stop trusting Jesus's way and seeking to find alternative ways. We think, you know what, man, I can figure this out on my own. I can, I can navigate to heaven on my own. If I just do enough or if I'm good enough or, or if I just seek to, to, to find out a faster way and an easier way. But what you need to understand this morning is there is ultimately one way. And Jesus is the only way that we have access to heaven. And it's not about what you can do. It's about who you know. It's not about what you can do. It's all about who you know. If you have trusted in Jesus and believed in him, then you know the way. And that is what Jesus is laying out to Thomas and the rest of the disciples. He's saying, you know where I'm going. And the reason that you know where I'm going is because you know me. So if you can hear me this morning, this is what I want to ask you. Do you know Jesus? Because if you know Jesus, then you know the way. And not only do you know the way, but you know the truth. He says, I am the truth. Jesus is the truth that sets us free. He's the truth that sets us free. If he's... um, Every one of us are, are born slaves to sin, and we are deceived by Satan. 
And, and what we're deceived by Satan is to believe that the ways of this world and the things of this world are greater than what God has for us or would offer to us. We see it. We lean into it from, uh, occasionally from time to time, even as believers, thinking that the world has something greater to give us than, than Jesus does. But what Jesus is saying when he says that he's the truth, he's saying, I am the truth that will set you free. Satan's greatest weapon against us is deception. Don't believe me? Start in Genesis 3. Deception. Deception. All through the Bible. Deception. Deceiving us to believe that what he has for us or what he may be able to offer to us or what he may be able to give to us is greater than what God has given and offered to us. But the truth is, is he can't keep us enslaved in sin. He can just distract us and deceive us from the truth. Some of you have scrolled through your calendar on your phone. Maybe there's a few of you that still use the wall one. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, but there's a, there's a date. I believe it's June 19th. It's a holiday, national holiday now called Juneteenth. And some of you may know the history behind Juneteenth. In January 1st of 1863, President Abraham Lincoln, i got to slow down when I say this because it's a tongue twister to me, Emancipation Proclamation. He signed this bill. He signed this order. And it basically essentially freed all of the slaves. But the problem that day was this, that they didn't have the ability to communicate and get a message from here to, 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 to California in an instance, right? Or, or here to Texas in an instant. And it was two and a half years later 20, 250,000 slaves in Galveston, Texas, finally received the good news about this proclamation that had been signed and that now they were set free, that those that owned them no longer had possession of them, but rather they were free to live their life. They no longer belonged, but rather they could be an employee if they choose to, but they didn't have to be. They could work for the person, but they didn't have to work for them. They were not owned by anyone, but rather they were set free. For two years, y'all, they were free, but didn't know it. For two years, they didn't know that they could get out of the bondage of what they were in. But finally, two years later, the good news arrived that they were set free. What I want you to know today is that the enemy will deceive you to believe that you can do nothing, that you're too bad of a person, that there's nothing that you could do to ever save get saved, to, to find hope, to find peace, to find joy, to find life in Him. But I, I want to tell you today this. Scripture says it in John chapter 8, verse 32. If you know the truth, then the truth will set you free. That's the truth. The truth is Jesus. If you know the truth, if you have trusted in the truth, if you know Jesus, then here's the, 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 the fact of the matter. You can have freedom. You don't have to be deceived by the enemy to believe that you have to stay in the bondage of sin. And lastly, Jesus claims to be the life. Jesus says the life that lasts for eternity. Those who are in Christ don't just find their way to heaven, but they also find freedom and they also find life that lasts forever. There's a lot of people that have been trying to live for a long time or live forever for a while, right? Whether it's essential oils or hyperbaric chambers or this procedure or that procedure or this fat or that thing. We lean into it, right? If it's going to extend our life, we're like, hey, let me, let me see what this is about, right? If this is going to make me look younger or, or, or last and live a little bit longer, let me take advantage of this. But the truth of the matter is this, that Jesus is the only way that you're going to live forever. 
It's in him and by him. It is through him. And that is what Jesus is saying here when he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He says, if you want life, it will only be found in me. And you'll get it forever. You'll get it for eternity. I want you to hear something this morning. If you gathered with us and you're a guest and church isn't your thing, that's cool. You're welcome here. You're welcome to explore what the truth is. We're just going to preach the gospel because we believe that we have found the way, the truth, and the life, and it's only through Jesus. But heaven isn't an option apart from Jesus. Freedom doesn't take place apart from Christ, and life doesn't happen without him. See, what you need to know, and if you don't hear anything else, I didn't make this up. I took it from a commentary that I read this week. There's me giving a citation. Heaven is a prepared place for prepared people. That's what Jesus says, right? He says, I'm going to prepare a place. And for some of us, we read that and go, well, when Jesus came, was heaven not ready? Like, had he not finished building it? I believe that it was completely ready. I believe that, 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 that Jesus was saying this before he went to the cross and he died on the cross. And when he's saying, I'm going to prepare a place, I think he's saying, I'm going to prepare the way. Jesus' last words on the cross were the words, it is finished. And I believe that when Jesus said that, what happened was the sign, the open sign went on on the gates of heaven and it was open. They were wide open. Jesus made the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. And if you showed up here today, I didn't know it was doing the blinking thing. That's pretty cool. If you showed up here today, and you don't know, you don't know where eternity will be for you. Some of you have done the church thing for a while, right? <laughs> Guilty. Grown up, VBS. I knew all the answers, right? It's funny, I was doing some stuff. I'm going to call her out. She'll, I love her, though. She'll, she'll forgive me. We are talking to a young lady this week, and I, I was asking some questions, and, and her, her answer was Jesus. I'm like, listen, I don't need Sunday school answer, right? I don't need Sunday school answer. The truth of the matter is we've grown up, and we've become callous to the good news. We've become callous that church is just about how many you can fit in a certain place, and that's not what it's about. It's about seeing transferred from death to life, people coming alive in Christ, finding the way, the truth, and the life. And you may have come here today supporting one of the people that are going to be baptismal in just here in a few minutes. And you may think that you're prepared, but you, I, I would hate for you to arrive and you say, well, 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 on what merit are you here? Well, I, I just thought I belonged. I thought that, that, that I could do enough. I thought that I, I, I'd given enough. I thought I showed up enough. And for some of you, you're the completely opposite, and you're going, there's no way that God would ever receive me. Paul said, I'm the greatest sinner. I echo his statement. I'm the greatest sinner. If God can rescue me and save me, and I can know that my name is the book of life and have hope in life in Jesus, you too can have hope in life in Jesus. Jesus extends that for you today. There's a rapper by the name of Lecrae. I listen to all genres of music, right? I turned on that sign. The song that went through my head was chasing that neon rainbow. Don't act like you don't know it here at church, right? 
There's a rapper by the name of Lecrae that said this, if I'm wrong about God, then I wasted my life. But if you're wrong about God, then you wasted eternity. Hear me today. If I'm wrong about God, if he's not the way, the truth, and the life, then I might have wasted my life. But I don't want to get to the other side. Not knowing who Jesus is. Because I'm fully confident that he is the way, the truth, and the life. It is only by him and through him and with him that that open sign came on and we will be able to enter through when our day is here. So my question for you is this. Are you prepared? Heaven's waiting. Heaven's ready. It's a prepared place for prepared people. But the question is, are you prepared? Trusted in Jesus. Come back. And they're going to play just a short portion of the song, and we're going to baptize people. And I know that many of you are here today to celebrate your loved ones that have made the decision to trust in Jesus. But can I tell you something? They've made their reservation. They're prepared people for a prepared place. They know that when their life is over on this earth, where they will spend eternity. And there is nothing greater that they would love for their day of baptism, that outward expression of an inward change, to be the day that grandma or grandpa, dad or mom, aunt or uncle, cousin or loved one, friend, co-worker or family member, that they would trust in Jesus. What a testimony of a public profession of faith, right? That through baptism, people come and celebrate. But, but we live in a culture, right? We're in Sumter County. Everybody believer. Fact check. No, it's not. When we planted this church, we found that over 80% of the people in Sumter County don't attend church. That doesn't always equate to not saved. But oftentimes, God's people run with God's people. They do life with God's people. Are you a prepared person for a prepared place? In just a second, I'm going I'm to step over here. I think it's probably the best place for me to go today. The band's going to play. I'm going to ask you to stand and sing. We're just going to sing a short portion of this song. Our baptism people, that's your cue time. Easton, you got me. You're going to be number one. You guys are going to line up around that sidewalk. Don't think that the invitation is, 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 is limited to three minutes of a, of a course. You see people walking around with these name tags that say, here to help. They're not here to just help you find the bathroom or here to help to define the way to, to get coffee. They want to help you know Jesus. They want to point you to him. Grab me. Grab one of them. We saw a few people get saved last week, praise God. A few of them are getting baptized today. Amen. Listen. We're going to talk about that in a second, but y'all going to do better than that in a few minutes, all right? Are you prepared? I was 17 years old. I found, I found out that I did VBS. I walked through the motions. I did everything. Man, I hadn't even been baptized. Shoot. But I wasn't. I didn't know Jesus. I didn't know the way, the truth, and the life. I hadn't lived for him. Please don't let this moment pass. You say, well, if, somebody, if I move, somebody's going to know. Who cares? 
confidence your family would have to know that you trusted in Jesus. Father, we come to you right now in this place. Thank you for listening to the message this week. If you want to know more about having a relationship with Jesus or about Family Church, please go check out our website at familychurchsumter.com. We hope you will see you this Sunday. Thank you.